me who doesn't have any chips in the game of intersectionality. I have Jewishness, but I refuse to play that chip. So One of our I don't, attorneys. Yeah, right. I don't get any G. chips. I have no chips. Is it a chip or is it a coin? Right. I, <laughs> oh, nice. It's a shekel. Before you guys say anything, I think we uh, need to intro. We need to intro. Before you guys steamroll us the rest of the episode. (laughs) Because uh, we have in our pantheon of guests, we've got regular guests. We've got the baby faces that the fans love. Dan DePriel, Stephen Brock, right? What? Remember? Baby yeah, the baby in wrestling terms, the baby faces, oh. the fan faces. Oh, faves. I see. Okay, but yes, there's for Tony, Tony, Tony. We that? we have uh, the ones that people actually like. Yeah, um. we have the train wrecks, uh, Mike Neiman and Spencer. Yeah, we have we have the the heels turned baby faces like Heather and Adi. Right, and then we've got the heels, the people who, when they're on, receive. Uh, at least on our end, we receive a lot of negative feedback <laughs> um, for a variety of reasons. And now we've got two. Of yes. What a warm welcome uh, yeah. for us, right, Cameron? Like, Excellent. I feel two people very, that everybody fucking hey, hates. Yeah. Welcome. Very classic, uh, Charles. Love shitting, me, hate shitting me. Listen, the say so what now you want about we're going to see who who turns who turns. Okay, Who's we have jump? we have Josh, Denny, and yes. Cameron Johnson here. Hello. Very excited about this. How episode. funny would it be if this episode everyone just starts loving Isaac? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's never gonna happen. No one loves Isaac. No, right? No so, one has ever loved. And his Isaac. Mind. What are you? <laughs> what if we? What if we just unite and become such an evil front that everyone's <laughs> right. like, "This Isaac isn't so I bad." I agree with great. it. It's great. Uh, no, so. You're the two perfect people to talk about the Chappelle thing, which is why we're so lucky to have you both here. I'm super excited about this. I've actually been super stoked on this all day. Mm-hmm. I was driving here being like, this right? is going to be fucking great. Fingering his hole. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here to talk about Chappelle. Just to give you guys a little bit of authority, Josh Denny, stand up, tons of comedy experience. You know, everybody knows who you are, but I'm just, in case somebody comes in who doesn't know who you are, mm-hmm. show on Food Network, very seasoned comedian. And Cameron, comedy, or, or writer of all kinds. Is it only comedy? I forget. I do, com- I mean, I do what they pay me for, but I do comedy and I write drama. Recently, well. Empire. Right? Still. Oh, still. Oh, still still at it. Go. Still going Second on season. So these are going entertainment like industry insiders with opinions on The Chappelle Show opinions. that we need to unpack. The Chappelle's stand-up special. Right. Chappelle's stand-up special. Very controversial. You're talking about the one from 98, right? Yes, I'm right. prepared. Yeah, We're here to talk about one. The Chappelle Show. <laughs> Killing them softly, right? <laughs> no, wouldn't that be How white of you. <laughs> Killing them softly, correct? No, I don't think that's it. I was prepared to talk about Chris Rock, actually. Wait, what? Is this? Yeah. No? Tambourine. Okay, Fuck. cool. Can we talk about that Eddie, briefly? Eddie it's not worth talking about. Let's move on. Is it bad? <laughs> I haven't watched Tambourine? it. Tambourine? I haven't watched it. Awful. Is that, a, is that the new Chris yeah, Rock special? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hated it. I thought it was great premises if if you're seeing him prep. like To me, Tambourine is what Eddie Murphy should look like a month back into stand-up, right? Mm. Like Good premises, but I felt like none of them... Nothing's really not landing. It wasn't really flushed out. Right. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet, oh, but of yeah. course I have opinions. What is it? Um, why is it called tambourine? <laughs> uh, it has to do with a bit. 
in the act. Most, most stand-up specials are named after a bit that's in the act. Inside of it. Yeah. Why do we think Chappelle's was called Sticks and Stones? Because he's taught. Because he believes that words have no power, which is wrong. Aww. Everybody's watched this. <laughs> I guess. I guess we're done here. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. Um, let's go around real quick and, and say what we all thought about the special itself. Isaac, what did you think about the special? You I wrote a Medium article. Yeah, yeah which I wrote is a... hyperbolic, right? Yes. Uh, and actually, Art Tavana wrote a Medium article that went super viral. My co-writer on, uh, former co-writer from LA Weekly, about mm. um, his was called, I think it was like, uh, Chappelle punches up or something like that, about how he's actually punching up. But... I loved it. I was completely blown away. Very inspired. I don't think it's as funny as uh, Killing Them Softly. Wait, wait, wait. His okay. great one, right? I mean, he, they're, the, 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 they're both great. Yeah. The early ones are both great. Right. Um, you know, the one with his kind of the, the really legendary one. Yeah. It's not quite as funny, but I was truly inspired and loved it and was very into it. Your turn. Mine? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, I didn't think it, I, I thought in terms of what his theme was that it wasn't, didn't really do it, on this topic. I think thoughts and prayers by Anthony Jeselnik is really the, the absolute word and the most consistent thematically. Mm. Um, I, I didn't think this one was really like that. And Dave Chappelle's technical skills cannot be denied he's brilliant on stage Absolutely. and he's been doing stand-up since he was 14 so i'd expect that to be the case uh some stuff i thought was funny and i laughed out loud at it some stuff i was just like what the chinese thing being the one where i was completely like what the fuck <laughs> um case okay, so episode of south park from 2006 go off right mm-hmm. was it because you were offended i don't think i was i don't really get offended uh by stand-up stuff i was just like are you is this just an excuse to do an impression of a chinese person like it seemed <laughs> constructed to just be that i got to be honest i i spit my drink out when he did it just because i know who his wife is and right. i know mm-hmm. and i just imagine him like every time they fight wanting to yeah <laughs> mimic <laughs> her or mock her or he you does know. say in the q is it in the q and a marry in your race That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she mess that up is she like uh like an um, chinese american or is she yeah I mean, what do you think she's like? A, I'm just saying, does she have an accent? Like, does she I don't have? Think she's she has Chinese an accent. anyway. I, I think don't she's know. Asian. No, I think she is. I think, she's Chinese. Chinese. I think she's Chinese. I, I don't really. I think he says she's Chinese in the. He does special. say that she's she Asian. does not like that joke. No, she doesn't. She's Asian. I thought Dave she... Chappelle wife. Dave Chappelle wife. I googled this. Isn't it funny how blank person wife is always the first thing that comes up whenever you Google anything? No, it's not. If you Google a woman, it's feet. I don't Google women, so she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. She's Filipino. Oh, Filipino! That explains the hotness. I tell you, you can have. There are hot Chinese people. We're not. Let's not. Let's not have hot Chinese erasure here. Okay, hot Chinese erasure. No, no. I'm just saying. I think of the Asian, of the Orient. It's not. I think the Philippines as the prettiest. Back it up. Back it up. Or Thai, or is it the Thai? Thai or Philippines? Did you say da Thai? Da Thai? Da Thai. Heterosexuality of so Thailand. Getting back on track, I thought the special was fine. I don't understand the people that are like, "This is like Richard Pryor esque 
uh, groundbreaking. Uh, that didn't that come across to me at all. I all thought right. that his other Netflix special, one of the first two that he did, I thought that one was better. Um, the Dallas one or the just the first? The whichever one was one. like the the tightest one. There was one that he the released first, yeah. initially and it was super tight and I felt like that one was, was really great. That was like his first comeback yeah. special. Right. Was that like the butterfly and the no. princess or whatever? What no, was that one called? Equanimity the bird... and the bird story yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's the belly, the belly room one. And uh, I thought that one was yeah. superior. I okay. actually, Yeah, I actually thought the belly room set was uh, the small room if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with the no, I, am. I remember that one. Yeah, where he basically tells the story of Iceberg Slim, and it, he he basically takes an entire forty minute set or whatever to kind of talk about uh, how people get sort of indoctrinated into certain mindsets. And I thought that that one piece of work I thought was one of his most brilliant. Right. So okay, you know, just You're... just using the the excerpts from that book to kind of highlight. Yeah, you know, that was and, very and, strange. And in a but, way, yeah. it was almost like the final word on his... I don't know if you guys felt like On his crazy this, thing. On him stepping away well, from Comedy Central. but he didn't say Central. what actually happened, though. He's, he kind of alluded to it through the book, but yeah. he didn't say, like, this happened. He said, like, clearly some executives, like, fucked him in some crazy way, but he didn't say I, I name think, names. I think Neil has talked about it enough on podcasts right. where everybody knows the story Who's now. Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. Yeah, that's his Who's co-writer. Um, Chappelle Show co- Some co- co-writer. And, like, wasn't it, isn't it basically that he was, like... I, the story that I remember from Dave Chappelle explained from that era is he was like I feel like these white people are laughing at, at me. me not yes. laughing with me right. yeah. yeah and I am therefore which is why his new work is so disappointing uh well, but with that said <laughs> and as a con and then he was like I and as a consequence he's like I don't fuck your 50 million dollars I'm not going to uh throw on this blackface and shine shoes yeah, for you sure. so yeah which I get that which, which so, I think in a lot of ways is like I th- I think anybody who pushes boundaries right or does anything like mm-hmm. racially charged or so just socially charged in general you're always going to go through that moment of like wait a minute am i really taking down the system by making fun of it or are people laughing at it for the wrong reasons yeah, like right. i think if you don't ever stop and ask that question you're doing it wrong absolutely well you're working in a, you're working in the dark and then you know inevitably you're going to show up to one of your shows one day and it's just going to be all isaacs in the audience it's going to be like, just a bunch of married incels like what the fuck how did this happen i used to have a bit when i first started where i was like what if hitler was just like this open micer who was like guys i got some really funny shit about these jews and then he just started doing you know sets around town and next thing you know people are wearing outfits and showing up by the hundreds yeah it's it's like going to a kanye show i've been a kanye west fan since I was 18 years old and when I was 18 years old Kanye was liked by um black people mm. and the last Kanye show I went to it was like y'all it was, it was, it was <laughs> I wasn't there you were you were but, well uh, that's, that's every were. rapper it a was bunch of white a fans. room full of 19 year olds and he would stop 19 year old white kids and he would stop the track so that they could shout the n-word as loud as possible <laughs> and I was like Jesus bro like, well you can't blame him for that that's cathartic you, you gotta be able to it? shout it we need to is shout it? it out what you know? I think it's what we're learning today <laughs> where do you do it in the shower yeah. Jesus <laughs> He does it every as morning. Pe- my wife is like, what is going on? In that she does it as she's penetrating him. So just like yeah, as she's penetrating, yeah, she yeah. just shouts racial slurs. Yeah. Is that one? Is that one of the loopholes? If yeah. you're being <laughs> fucked, you're if allowed you're to. Fucked, you can you're pretty say. much allowed if, if to a, scream. It's a black dildo. Yes. I could tell okay. you a really horrible sex story right now. I want to hear I, it. You want, do we want to do it? Do it. Okay. You may have told this story already. 
Didn't I'll you do tell it again. this? Tell it again. I know the story. Right. There's this dude I was well, talking Well, not to make a judgment it's gay people good because there's a lot of stories. Right. And they could sound similar, but um, be very different. <laughs> I was in the process of sodomizing a white man. Oof. And he... Uh, I love this because Isaac I like gets uncomfortable. Said white, I like how you said white man like he's a postman. A white man. A white man. Sodomizing a white man it's on what I was Saturday doing. morning. And he um, decided to start singing Ebony and Ivory oh, right. uh, by Stevie Wonder. And I believe it's Paul McCartney. Um, uh, is it is Paul it? McCartney? I think so. I, Ooh, don't, I don't really like know. Uh, and so, yeah, people say crazy shit when you're in them. Anyway, that's with that said, that's amazing. Um, people don't even know when I'm in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not when I'm in them. <laughs> and See, therein is, lies the yeah. rub. Friend. This is a racial disparity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't even notice when I'm in them. Yeah. So sad for you. Usually on the way home. Josh, right. so what did you think of this special? Out. You liked? Uh, I I kind of agree with you, Charles. I think like I I did tweet this. I said like. One of the things that kind of drives me nuts is how the casual comedy fan just automatically sucks Dave's dick over everything. <laughs> like, oh, he's so brilliant. And it's kind of like, I liked it. And it definitely was Dave Chappelle. But to kind of put the, put the crown on it like no one else is doing this kind of stuff right now is just you're not a comedy fan or a comedy follower. Mm. Like... There are so many other comics that have been doing these kinds of socially aware or even socially contrarian bits like and specials. Like Louis J. Gomez, uh, uh, Bill Burr's new special. Is People Bill are Burr's gonna... new special like that? Have you seen Bill? It's not out it's yet. It's not out yet. Oh, but okay. when you see it, you will go, oh. Oh, it's the same shit. It's similar. Okay. Yeah, very similar. Have you seen it? you seen Bill Burr's special? I've seen him run it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is and it as inflammatory? Though? No, it's more. Really? It's way more. But he's not doing like but, racial but, impressions up there. Well, I guess I mean that's you bring up a good point though. Like what what becomes more inflammatory? See, my my racial thing is always like if you're if you're talking about things that are personal to you and personal to your life, it's hard for me to ever be like that's inflammatory because uh, like when he did that Asian thing, Chappelle I was just like, this is this is fun. The reason he's laughing so hard at this is because it relates to his relationship with his wife. Like, and I almost feel like he put that in there for him to be able to fuck with her. It had nothing to do with like, let me just do, you know, a Chinese face to piss people off. I don't think it had anything to do. with. I love how Asians are the like, they're the exception that fucks up the entire race debate all the time. They're like, proceed. Yeah. How do you believe that? Can we do the the patriotic music one? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like. It's okay to make fun of Asian people. It's not okay yeah. to make fun of Asian people. But I'm saying like, but, but it is in ways that... No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm saying like, making fun of Asian people is okay in ways that making fun of other races is not, not I would it's, say. It's I think not. I think what I he's mean, saying... I mean, I understand that not. you're saying you, it shouldn't be, but it actually it is. Is it? It definitely is. I think is I think uh, the point that he's making is that we allow that one. Yeah, we kind of really give that one a mulligan. Not that we should. Not that it's yeah, right. We I should, but we I, do. I don't live in you know in in the three one zero area code, but like in <laughs> in three two three, we it's it's not okay to make fun of Asian people. Like, and it's not like where's three two three? The rest of Los Angeles. Um, oh, but I'm, like, I'm in the eight one eight. Congratulations. Ooh. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't exist in a world in which it's okay to make fun of Asian people, wow. and so like I, that it, could be, that could be like an in-group issue. Isn't it okay to make fun of everybody though? Like, okay, okay, you guys are both projecting and talking about what should and shouldn't be. I think we all know it's that not a should. Asians, 
the sensitivity <laughs> over a joke about a Jew or a black person compared to the sensitivity over a Jew over the Asian. You're talking actually, about obviously. Actually, higher. I think I think I think Jews are probably the most people let that slide the most. Really? Yeah. Not Jokes a- about Jew. I mean, like. Every 90s sitcom was just like, there's my Judaism. Like, that was the punchline <laughs> of F- Mad About You. They did remove Seinfeld. the I Need a Jew. They need they removed the I Need a Jew from God, Seth MacFarlane's thing. It was so funny. Anyway, yeah, I think it was great. Wait, so wasn't before we get too off track. I think Jews need to be made fun of the but most. But yeah, I, I thought it was... I thought <laughs> it was one of our attorneys is a I Jew. I think Jews should be made fun of the most. And I can say that because I am one. Uh, so, Cameron... Uh, I want to hear your opinion so we get everyone's my broad special oh, yeah. broad opinion of the Dave Chappelle special so I was a Dave Chappelle stan I have been since I was very very young since I was well, fuck very very young since he became famous right um, I you know I mean from when I was born when I, I was Dave born Chappelle. and he was having that first pilot not get picked up I was like this is the ship bro um, and then what is it's he not in how Con high Air? remember it's he was not, in Con he Air? was in Con Air yeah, it's not how high Connor. what's his stoner movie Oh, uh, half baked. Half baked. Yes, fucking wonderful and so incredible. Good. I, I want to talk to so Samson. Um, uh, so but with that said, this right was by the beach. broadly speaking funny. I enjoyed a lot of it. But if you're a Dave Chappelle fan, then you're like, you told that joke ten years ago, and I remember it, and it was funnier then. And then uh, that's kind of a Chris Rock joke that you've sort of repurposed, which is fine. Um, and then in terms of the, the rest of it, it was just sort of like, I laughed at quite a bit of it. I thought it was funny, but it's just, there's an interesting shift that's taken place for him where he's gone from being a person who, I don't know, was perhaps driving thought to as a person who was like being reactive and punching down. Right. But I found the parts in which he was being reactive and punching down to be stupid. So which parts, which parts were those? The gay shit. The gay shit. That's what. Yeah. What did he, what was the. The LGBT, I know he did this. LGBTQ oh, oh, the, okay, the, the whole car, car analogy. The whole that whole that car one bugged analogy. You. It didn't bug me. It was just dumb. It's just like it, that was the sort of if you're if you don't know any gay people or like the only gay people you've seen are on both versions of Queer Eye, then the idea of like and you have like this very uh, basic understanding of homosexuality, then basically what Dave Chappelle's point is, then like that was interesting maybe. But his point is one: I should be able to make fun of trans people because mm-hmm. I gonna tell us remember the south park episode where she where stan tries to become a dolphin or stan's dad or whatever yeah, yeah. his name is i can tell that same joke from 1998 because i can pretend i don't understand trans people okay cool and then i'm gonna be mad at gay people for being upset with me because in my mind all gay people are white so remember he says the, the and i and like and, and i should be able to say whatever i want do whatever i want without any sort of consequence because uh, i'm dave Chappelle. yay and it's just that wasn't that's not an interesting investigation or interrogation of homophobia or the relationship between black people and homosexuality or of his own beliefs. I just found the whole I found all of that to be incredibly reductive and that he's smarter than that. How do you think it would have been better? Like, would it would you have liked it more if he kind of talked about the the ignorance behind his point of view basically being like the reason I think these things is because I don't have exposure to it or I don't have. No, I think if you, and the reason why I think it was disappointing is just look at what he did with the Michael Jackson shit. Look mm. at what he did. He was like, I don't believe these people. He's like, but 
wink wink nudge nudge i do mm-hmm. and frankly like but is it really that so if he, if he, he's literally goes if you did it so much you got your dick sucked by michael jackson mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a free trip to hawaii i laughed my fucking ass off right. of that yeah. because it's like okay i get what you're saying i understand that like that is foolish victim blaming that is based in an old point of view but it's also but, a level of absurdity where right. you go okay this is definitely he's not being serious at right. all and what he was saying is just like you can't piss off the alphabet people because there are white dudes there and they have power and then you know trans people want to be monkeys and what if i wanted to be asian isn't that cool it's cool that like being asian is biological like it's just was fucking stupid and isn't so yeah it, though like for me the part that i obviously both bristled at the most mm. and thought was one of the most genius parts of it was wait make- let's guess let's guess which what do we think that Josh, what do you think that he's going to say? What do I think Isaac thought was the most brilliant part? Yeah, that he bristled at the most and thought was the most brilliant. Um, as far as the bits, like the yeah. chunk of the special. Yeah. Um, God, I'm really blanking on what uh, it is. Pass. <laughs> All right. The Cameron, do you have a shit? guess? The heroin shit? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I also super bristled at the, the Michael Jackson shit, but I loved it because it like popped that boil in my mind. You know what I mean? It, like it popped mm. the the difficulty I had dealing with that. It helped me get over it. White working class shit, making fun of them being heroin acts, and the genius of the joke where he says, "And you know what? I don't care." That made me super. That offended me, right? Why I was did that offended. Offend you? Because I'm like, this is bullshit. Blah blah blah. Because Isaac's my, addicted to heroin. Just listen. Wait, wait. Just, just let, let me finish Why my point. Offensive there. I, I'm saying that. But you ma- can't just like say things like that offended just me and not. Let me finish my point. The statement. I'm but saying my my immediate emotional reaction was probably similar to your immediate emotional reaction of him making fun of gay people, right? My immediate emotional reaction was one of like, you know, I kind of clenched up. But when I thought about it, I realized. It was fantastic that he was making fun of this because he made a great joke out of it and he kind of eased the tension. He made it... The just say no part was the best part. That was fucking great. Right, right. say no, it's it's not that hard. Yeah, Yeah. right. But but isn't it very suspect? Isn't your opinion very suspect that you're choosing the one community that he made fun of that you're a part of? Oh my God. That is offending you? What? You mean like people's like identities affect the way they view the world? Isaac, that's fucking crazy. That's identity politics. um, Right, but but I'm saying doesn't that sort (laughs) of undermine your opinion from an objective point point of view? Because you're saying like you were were offended and now you're saying now you're criticizing. Okay, but Isaac, here's the thing about objectivity is that what you're essentially stating is that the only people who can be objective about an experience are people who are not members of that community. Therefore, you, a white, are able to should have have an objective opinion about race. You, a straight, I don't know if you're straight, whatever. I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, I'm checking his shoes, we, guys. We haven't really tested it. Cameron, I, we haven't really tested it. Cameron is big on shoe predicting sexuality. I was right. I, Cameron. No, nah, I, I was, will say Cameron walked in here. I have. I like lost like 15 pounds recently. Not one person in my life noticed. Yeah. No one. I go around. I'm like, hey, and I'm thinking people are going to be like, hey, you look good. Cameron's back Cameron on Isaac's the good side. First He's person, remember that forever. The first person in months that has noticed. Well, this that. is Guys, just proof that you don't have and, any and gay friends because they would have all, all noticed. And he got it exactly right. He was like, you've lost 15 pounds, which is exactly About the 15. amount of pounds that Guys, I've lost. I'm, I'm trying to fuck Isaac. <laughs> and like, this is a long process. And so you've, when you're I feel like to that's you the, I feel like that's the end of the podcast. That's, that's, that's not a series finale. <laughs> it's just Hunter, Isaac crying. Me and Hunter um, and Cameron. Yes. There you go. <laughs> just Isaac in tears. Finally um, just succumbing. No, no it's, it's you okay. becoming 
Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> because of Cameron. That's, that's the that's the series finale. Spoiler but alert, everybody. My point, because this is an argument that happens a lot when you're talking to people who are not a member of whatever sure. group you're in, is you are not more objective about an experience because you haven't had that experience. That just means that, actually, if anything, that makes you less objective about that experience because you don't understand what's happening. So with that said... No, it does not undermine my opinion that I think his jokes about gay people weren't good. Yeah, when as, I think as a straight, I agree with you, by the way, but mostly as a comedian, because that of all the bits in the special, that one seemed like in the first month of doing it. Yeah, like that one just seemed weak. That one seemed undercooked, uh, you know, and I hate when people say that, like to critique specials. Mm -hmm. But as a comic, you know, like. That's an undercooked bit versus huh. the the whites crack bit like that one. That he's was been, complete. He's been he doing that for a while. That the one shot was very thing perfect, where yeah. he was in their stupid heroin words. Like, here's the thing. This is why I, lo I loved that joke for the heroin shit for a number for a re for a number of reasons. But I think what's great about it is that there is a difference in the way that drug addiction among people of color and drug addiction among white people have been treated. I grew. We all grew sure. up in the 80s and 90s. I remember just say no day the war on drugs the crack epidemic yeah, right. the super predator blacks who are going i lived in oakland where we, we had the highest murder rate of any city in the country i lived in the hills but that doesn't matter um my point is to say it sounded that, like, like bragging I did, it. I did it it's not bragging it's just i don't want to claim street cred i don't have i'm not from the fucking i'm not from the flats anyway with that said my point is to say that uh use a consequence you these people like i remember all of that and how there was no sympathy and the solution was to yeah. lock these people sure. the fuck up yeah. and now that you know seth and becky and the varsity football player and the cheerleader are shooting up and doing meth and taking oxycontin it's a problem oh my sure. god it's a problem of like access and they're damaged people and they right. need help like that's well and that's why, and the, that's joke why was, the joke was so funny that's why the joke was funny but, but there but is no world like you... isaac i'm gonna finish my point okay. there is no world in which like you are not allowed to make fun of gay people like that's stupid Wait. like there's there's no world in which we're like oh my god you're not allowed to make fun of gay people otherwise like come on come the fuck on All you're, you're, you might pay a brief social consequence but sure. that's that but it sounds to me like you actually really liked a lot of the jokes in the special you just got turned off by this one bit turned off is the wrong word it's disappointing I hate it when I see smart people do dumb shit and when I saw him do a series of half-baked bad reactive jokes that are essentially based and i have problems with like louis ck part of it as well and like stuff like that half-baked jokes about shit that like really you're just telling us i'd like to be able to say faggot and i don't and i'm gonna pretend like that i not thought that was i thought that was the most brilliant bit and only because you thought that was brilliant yeah well i how was that brilliant i thought that whole segment about when he had the conversation with the executive at comedy central mm -hmm. I thought that was an absolute middle finger to the double standard the entertainment industry has. Oh yeah, right. Because he's saying, okay, well, I'm not a, of like, I'm not a blank. Yeah, right. that, was on, on, that was right. really, on, that on, was cooked. Well. I made hold that on, same hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Karen Huger, hold on voice. Gay listener, you will get that. I can't say any of that. the words, so That's I can't fun. even describe it. We have a lot of, <laughs> just to interject, we have a lot of gay listeners. Or bisexual Can someone tell the joke who's not... So they can I'll say, tell the joke because I can say, can all, say all the words. I'll tell Yay. it. Yeah. I'm like Michael Josh. Scott. In the I want to like you. I want. I already. I like you already. I don't want to stop. This path. So this is the joke. So he's like saying that you know standards and practices, which are the people who tell you what you can and cannot say on TV, came to him and they're usually hella cool and they were like, you know, Dave, you can't say faggot, which he decided to shout as loudly as he possibly could uh, on TV. <laughs> And he was like, what do you mean I can't say faggot on TV? And he's like, you can't oh, say faggot. Oh, you're enjoying it? 
I can play it. This is like a bad pull. We have a nice conversation. She tells me, oh, the sketches are great. I go, oh, fantastic. Well, then why am I here? She said, because, David, there's no way that you can ever say the word faggot on our network. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I didn't try to defend myself. I said, all right, fuck it. I'll take it out. Have a good afternoon. And as I was leaving, it occurred to me, hey, hey, Renee, quick question. It's just a question. Seriously, I want to know, like, why, why is it, why is it that, that I can say the word nigger with impunity? I love but how I can't say the word faggot. <laughs> and she said, because, David, so you funny. are not gay. I said, well, Renee, I'm not a nigger either. <laughs> A great joke. How great you joke. Okay, okay, joke? okay, okay. Can I can I do can I do a thing real quick here? Okay. What's the premise of that joke? Why why is that funny? You got to ask the joke. I'm asking the jokers. I'm asking what, what? Why is that funny? What's the premise of that joke? You said the words double standard. I want. Well, to he's pointing out the hypocrisy of her logic. Okay, what's her logic? Well, her logic is if you identify as something, mm-hmm. you can make fun of it. Why is it not appropriate for you, Isaac, or Charles to call me the N word? Or well, do you use I, the N word in my presence. Why is why is that inappropriate? I, well, first of all, hold on. We're talking about the uses. Of the I'm usage. just asking the question. Answer my question. Well, I, I'm not, I am going to answer the question if you don't cut me off. You've been doing you've been doing it for like the last 25 minutes. Anytime anybody opens their mouth, you're like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to run shit. So shut up. Okay. So I'm going to answer if you let me answer. When you talk about calling somebody a word in social interaction or performing a piece of art that uses the language, completely different context. How so? Because it's completely different context. What if I'm recanting a story where someone's telling me a racist story and I use their language to make the point to set up my punchline? Mm-hmm. Then it's not okay? I don't know that you need it. Why? Why don't you need it? Because it's an offensive word. So here's the thing about reclamation. But if the but so if the so but if the bit is about being offended, why do you need to do need, because word bits? Wh- who are like, you to tell me I can't? I'm I'm not telling you anything. I'm just saying the following. This is what I'm saying. I'm the I'm saying if I'm that, telling a wait, 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 story wait, one at a time, one what? at a time. If I'm telling a story and I want to put the listener, the viewer, mm-hmm. the audience member, in a place in that moment. I want them to feel what I felt because in order for the punchline to hit, they have to be in that exact same mm-hmm. moment of discomfort. That's why you use language at all. Okay. Right? As the hold on, as judge here, I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears throat> I see the point you're making, but let's return to you are talking about the premise of the joke. Where, so, where are you going? So I this? have a point with the premise of the joke, because what you're saying is like one of my favorite jokes is uh what's his face he does between two friends? So what he says is, you know, what he's he's like, you know, when I go home, my southern accent starts coming out. I start saying things like y'all and niggas and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious to me. And I get that. Hmm, so I understand so why is that. that stay funny. with me. Stay okay, with okay. me. Stay with me. That is a funny joke. That's a, for me is a funny racist joke. With that said, when I look at that joke, the premise of that joke is that I'm not a black. I'm I, is that I you shouldn't I should be able to say whatever I want. And I'm not. A, but when in reality. The reason why certain people are allowed or discouraged or encouraged to use certain words is because they are members of a community. That is the entire purpose of the reclamation of that word. There is plenty of scholarship around that. There is plenty of legal precedent around that. That's what that means. So if I use... It's a legal, legal precedent, precedent around... 
But on the use of the N-word, I swear to God, I've read a couple books about it. So with that said... Legal precedent as in it's forbidden by law? It's it's an incitement. Like if a white if a like it if a white person calls it's, you yeah. the N word, you're on saying the street, it could be it could be can, fighting words it, doctrine. Yeah, it's so called the, fighting words doctrine. I, I don't think that that's actually. I mean, I'd have to look at the common law. I don't know. It's actually a great question. But see, one so, anyway, the, keep going. So, but, keep going. Yeah. But and what he's saying is, so the reason why you can use that word, Dave, is because you are a member of the community at which that slur is hurled. You are not, yeah, and you sure. are not, and you are smart enough to know that, like, you're not the member of the of the of the community at which the word faggot is. But the joke is, but the joke is, but the joke is, but the joke. That's the premise of the joke, and he's pretending yeah. like there's no difference between those two things. When no, he's not. Is. No, he's not. If uh, he's pointing out that she doesn't think there's a difference between those two things, that's. That's the difference. She doesn't think there's a difference between the two words. No, she 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 thinks that she thinks that automatically he's pointing out that she thinks every black person yeah. identifies that way. Like every gay person identifies with the word faggot. It's every like yeah, black yeah, yeah. person has the decision can make that black person can make the decision to use or not use the N word as they choose. Sure. Every gay person can use or not use the word faggot as or, they so or choose. Bitch yeah. Or bitch. Whatever. Like, whatever you, know. you want to call it. Yeah. That's fine. But the, but that is their decision. Right. So with that said, but that those decisions are not made outside of that group. So every white person has, I guess the choice to use the N word if they or not, if they want to, but they will face social consequences if they do. And what Dave is saying is that perhaps they shouldn't or perhaps they, or pretend as if he doesn't, I don't think he's. I, I don't think. That. I think you're I missing think the, point the point of the bit. Yeah, entirely. he's pretending he's as if he doesn't understand the logic behind his, that. No, his and point I don't think is that her is justification flawed. is her, the presumption in the justification of her logic is racist. Like, how is how is assuming that it's okay for black people to use the n word in their own in their own in their own work offensive or racist? I don't think that's racist at all. Well, but no, he's no, but no, he no, it's no, sort I, of I, that's but what she that's what she said. But it's an I gotcha. It's an he, I gotcha moment for his conversation with her. He's making fun of the executive class of people right. who make these seemingly arbitrary decisions about the groups that you're saying should reclaim their words. That's what he's making fun of. Right. He's making fun of this class of white women who went to Yale. Also, who is who, she to who, decide? Who, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Who who right. actually what she no hold on, what she's saying is this group of people that's pulling the strings, they have no fucking clue, A, <laughs> and B, they're the most racist ones of all because right. they're the ones that do allow you to say the words based on you being in this group. So she's saying, you're only allowed to say X word and X word if you're in this group that I view as that word. You know what I'm saying? It's, I it's in her, her head. I, it's I, in her I head. See, I understand what you're saying, but I think that that's a flawed point of view. She is repeating accepted social doctrine. So that black people set, but she creates accepted social no, 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 she and that's what he's undermining. Literally, she but the, she governs it. She literally yeah. regulates. She is it. repeating accepted social doctrine, which is something that black people created around the use of the N word. And just like any other oppressed group, gay people have the right to decide who would, who who, and who who can and who cannot use their slurs. So with that said, with their with their permission. So as a consequence, yeah. But I, I guess the other the other caveat I would put to that the other caveat I would put to that is is what makes a word a slur. To me, to me, intent and and the execution of something. It's it's like the hammer analogy, right? People go, a hammer can be a tool or a hammer can be a weapon. That's absolutely true. Words are the exact same way. And so to me, to be ignorant of context and saying this word is always a slur whenever it's used. For instance, the Netflix executive who literally in a meeting was like, 
maybe we shouldn't let any comic say the n-word and actually said the word because mm-hmm. i don't think he wanted people to assume he meant the n-word right <laughs> yeah when he's talking about censorship you yeah, gotta be yeah, like yeah. Gotta i don't think we should word. let any comic say yeah, yeah i'm sure that's how he did it too he was like yeah you do like see, which though, N-word? you do see that the power wrapped up in all of this right i think you were I wasn't done making that okay, point. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Because I want to see where no, this no, is sorry. going. No, no, I no. I don't agree with you at all, Isaac. No, so um, like, so <laughs> for somebody to say that that white man who's mm-hmm. pontificating, should we just have a universal policy or not, is trying to have a discussion around how the word is, I guess, uh, deployed in Netflix stand-up specials, right? Mm-hmm. He's not calling anyone that word. There's no anger behind it. It's just discussion. For us to think that that carries as much weight as the guy in Charleston throwing Molotov cocktails, screaming it at a crowd of black people, is dismissive to the trauma of the latter group. It's like saying, if if this word is equally as bad a weapon when a white dude in a boardroom is talking about should we censor it or not censor it universally, or somebody is using it as a weapon in the hammer analogy, mm-hmm. for us to say that they're one and the same is just intellectually dishonest you're arguing that they're they're not perhaps one in the same in severity but the problem with that with that is this he doesn't have to say the actual word in order to tell in order in his censorship executive conversation perhaps do that perhaps so as a consequence why not just continue to follow the accepted social norm that black people have explained to you over and over and over and over and over and over again which is just don't say the n-word well i just th- don't do it yeah just but, don't fucking do but, it so here's so the so hold on like, i just have you, we, have you lived on the west coast your entire life i have okay <laughs> i've lived in uh, throughout the entire country exciting and i've heard Black people be called the N word without anybody ever uttering the word. Mm-hmm. It's called. The, you realize I am called, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called the polite Midwest, right? Right. And so, a big sticking point for me about language is, I think, for us to evolve the conversation around identity, whether it be racial, gender, sexuality, whatever. We got to get out of the pomp and circumstance of you said the trigger word, because if we keep getting obsessed over who says all the right words, you're just going to get clever white people, super fucking racist who just go like, I'll just talk shit about black people all day and just tiptoe around the yeah, bad no, words. The, the frog Twitter guys are amazing. So, yeah, they so, never so, say the N word. So but to they be say honest, it's like I, I think the language conversation is like the freshman year discussion of how we move forward in terms of how we communicate with each other. And we're still having it when, and, and when in reality, it's like, it's just never, ha- it's we never should be like, I don't give a fuck what anybody calls me. I care how people treat me like people. I, I've been called names my entire life because I grew up on the East coast and that's just how we relate to each Exciting. other. Boston? No, Philadelphia. Exciting. And so, well, but what about other? I, again, it's like wait, what I gotta about, address this though before okay. he goes on. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: one, yes, I grew up on the West Coast for my entire life, which means that I, of course, have been called the N word yeah, without I, without people using it. It, it is. Sure. Co- I'm. I'm the job of the Especially black person. In California. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it comes in different forms. It's uh, does it's how, what's what's your favorite story? example? What's a fun <laughs> story? I mean, one of my favorite examples is uh, from this past weekend. My friend of mine was a black man. He was interviewing a very famous person. 
Uh, and she is a finance expert. And oh, should I say that? Uh, and she started asking him if he could afford the clothes he was wearing, and uh, you know, and making jokes about his dick. And how did he confront so, that? With that said, he confronted it by continuing to be polite, which is what we have to do to survive in the. So, well, okay, so I so disagree. Said, I disagree with push, that. I think continue to be polite why, continues why, to allow. Why should to you exist. be able to use? Why should back. you be able to say kike? Why should you? I be able don't to say, think I should. You should not. No, those words should not I never pass your lips. Oh, but it's my so favorite. <laughs> I don't care. That's if so great. I'm so excited I, I, for you. But I don't care. The thing. So with but, that said, but there are two conversations that are had. There are two things that you're saying. One, yes. So of course, people have learned to use coded language. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful part of like passive aggressiveness. <laughs> no, it's the beautiful part of the evolution of racism, which is that we know. I mean, it's the Southern strategy, which is laid out. Is that you start in ni- in 1958, you can say you've read this article before, right? Where he says Lee Atwater says you can say nigger, 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 and we and then they'll vote for you. And by night, but in 1968, that turns people off. So you gotta start talking about desegregation is dangerous and busing and etc and we're still talking about the same thing right. but you've pushed it away yeah, and you're just so, you're putting it in a new package right so with right. that said we know racism evolves it continues coded language will always exist and so, coded, right. and, so and I, I, coded language I, is I always, agree is with you on that experience. so why give a shit about the language at all because they both count so here's the thing. They both matter. You have to be unpacking the language itself, setting boundaries about what you are, what can and cannot be said. But, but, are, has, and in addition to that, so, and in addition to understanding what coded language can look like and what that means. But isn't, so, the, so genius of the, joke, isn't the genius of the joke, to return to the Chappelle special, mm-hmm. the bungling idiocy of this class of media executives that, trying to tangle... With the things that you're talking about, I mm-hmm. mean that's what's funny about it. When I laugh at that joke, I'm not laughing at black people or, I, I, or gay or, people or gay people or anything. Yeah. I'm laughing at the stupid woman who has no fucking clue and is trying that to basically enforce she these just dumb, said to yeah, him right. what he said to it, the audience. Exactly, that's right. what I'm laughing at, and and I feel like it's misguided to interpret <laughs> that as somehow. Make it, uh, being inappropriate towards gay people. Never I, you said know, that. Like, Didn't say that was inappropriate towards gay people. I said that that was a stupid joke because it's premised on a falsehood. He knows good and goddamn well why she said why she thinks that it's okay for him, a black person, as part of the accepted social codes, to use and but, use, but these, he, but to that, use but the racial codes against him. And he knows just good and goddamn well why he should not according to accepted social codes, say faggot at the top of his lungs or write that shit into a script. So with that said, but that's the, why but I my think question the joke is, is stupid. But is he doing that bit to pose the question that I just posed? of should we care about the language at all or does it really cut to like what is the what is the purpose of what you're doing like to me if the purpose of what you're doing is to make people laugh and to bring joy to it i i think it's all okay it's all okay all right charles what do you think uh on the Are you, mean, were you offended were you offended by anything in the special no i wasn't offended i'm not really the type to get offended yeah. I, I, what I do you think about people using dumb. the f word the f word <laughs> i don't care you don't care um i Fuck. think I, I, I see. This is the problem. Right. Like, right. I can't French use fries. any of these fucking words. French fries. I, yeah, French fries. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that. Um, I, I think there's a long history in stand-up comedy, especially lately, of straight men who w- desperately want to say faggot on mm-hmm. stage. Well, they, I desperately want to say these things all the time because I'm not allowed to. Right. Yeah. That's um, why. But some of you it's guys. Like I just, never said you, the n word in my wait, head. Isaac, I never said the n word in my Isaac, head. Isaac, don't ask okay, my sorry, opinion okay, and then sorry. get off on your rant. Okay. Sorry. The. Sorry, Charles. The. This is the issue. Like you guys were talking about whether or not you identify with a word. It doesn't matter if somebody identifies with a word. It's, uh, I've been called a faggot many, many times in my life. Sorry for that for, too. For, yeah. Trump. That's all right. <laughs> by Josh. <laughs> yeah, by Josh and by Isaac. 
And uh, I'm next. Yeah, <laughs> please. Talk, call Charles that. Yes, of course. And it's been for only if you're in them. Yeah. That's the rule, right? You got to be in somebody to. I cannot wait. Trying to figure out how to bring that back. I cannot wait. Charles did not realize I was sitting on him when we met, but that's fine. Let's go on. Go on. Um. So. I've been called a faggot for reasons because I was holding hands with a man. And I've been called a faggot because uh, a guy in a truck got mad at me because I was crossing and he wanted to turn. Sure. We've all been so, there. Yes. I've been um, called, called a faggot called because I was well. walking down the street in tied pants and then the dude punched me in the face. Right. But, yeah, you know, words mean nothing. Go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not about whether or not you identify with the word. That's kind of meaningless because people are going to call you these slurs regardless of whether you consider yourself a faggot. Right. Sure. So I don't really think that's an important distinction to make. Like, but Charles, identify doesn't necessarily mean identify with doesn't mean like. No, I'm talking about what these guys right. said. These guys were making the point that oh, Dave Chappelle saying you don't identify with these two words, so that makes it okay. But well, my with thing, the, no, with what the I'm saying is that the, the groups that are bothered members by of an in, in like in group out group, like you are right. a member of this community, therefore you can use that word, right, etc. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. I did see it kind of as a parody of dumb executive thinking. I mean, did you guys read the Walter Mosley New mm-hmm. York Times? Opinion article. That was hilarious. I think that was a perfect example uh, no. of this thing. It's, he used the N word at his job, and then uh, HR called him the next day and said, "Hey, you can't use the N word at your job. So you made someone uncomfortable." And he was like, "But I am the N word at my job. What are you talking? Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want." Right. Um. And so, with that said, that and he quit. Yeah, he was working on Star Trek Discovery, I think, and mm-hmm. he was telling a story in the writer's room. And he, and he's black? Yes, he he's black. black. Oh. He's a very famous black crime writer. Yes, <clears throat> and so he got chastised by HR for using the word. So in that sense, like I, I see the parody that, I, that Chappelle was making. It seemed, I mean, to be honest, it seemed constructed to allow him to say faggot. Totally. Yeah. That, it, it was. was built, I mean, it was that. It I, don't, was, I don't like those. I don't like those arguments though which arguments well it's to me it's like a lazy argument it's like saying it's because that's what you want it to be like because people say the same thing anytime i use the f-bomb or the n-bomb or anything in a joke and people go well you just like like i started with how can i say this word and then reverse engineer i don't necessarily think that That, that's pretty that happens it's insulting to the creative process though And and, and for anybody who's not a complete fucking moron it never works that way. I never not, start with like, yeah. how do I, how do I say this word? It didn't, it didn't. And this is the, listen, listen, yeah. listen, Jesus, just settle down. Let's relax. The, the point that I'm making is that, no, I agree with you. It doesn't always seem that way. I've definitely said faggot on stage many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't get to come to those shows. It's no. not an excuse <laughs> to say the word, but to the way that Chappelle delivered it definitely felt like, I'm gonna say what I want. I'm gonna shout it. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna shout I'm gonna out you. faggot at this moment sure. for these reasons. I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't particularly offended by that joke. I thought it was fine. I, di- I didn't think it was terrible, and I don't have a problem with it. I, I just want to reiterate that there was no offense on my part. I am not right. offended. No, with Dave really attempting that. to use it. Well, with that said, I just think it's a it's a dumb premise that right. is. In, you use a word that I love all the time. Which, which is intellectually dishonest. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it was Harris, intellectually dishonest work. to pretend that he doesn't know what, pretend like, oh, this it's just this executive. That's a, I, think that's a fair, I think that's a fair like, point of view to have intellectually about dishonest. Right, yeah. You're right that he's he wants to say it. And the reason why that's relatable and good for somebody like me is because, for one... I can't wait I, to I, say faggot. I, <laughs> I, I don't believe in banning wait. words at all. I don't believe in ever banning any words. Everybody should be able yeah, to say any words. I, and I think... 
if anybody has read 1984, the first step of authoritarianism is playing with words and trying to edit history in this word way. I think anybody should be able to say any word, period. And I, so well, and when, I, when, when, when we're going around in our lives, me who doesn't have any chips in the game of intersectionality, I have Jewishness, but I refuse to play that chip. So One of I, our attorneys. Yeah, right. I don't get any chips. I have no chips. Is it a chip or is it a coin? <laughs> right. I, 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 oh, nice. It's a shekel. Oh, <laughs> it's a double shekel. It's a doubloon. Yeah, yeah. I laughed at it. I didn't. I didn't say it. I didn't say well, it. I refuse to pay that extra. And it's uh, yeah. Anyway, it's one of those. So hundred, I don't get it's one any of those chips. Black Bellagio hundreds. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Jewish chip. Let's just be honest. Okay. It's a very valuable chip. No. So I don't play the chips. In not having any chips. The reality is my experience of the world is different, mm. right? And when he <clears throat> is, as you're saying, screaming the word on stage, the reason why people relate to that and like that is because it's like, it feels freeing. You know what I'm saying? It feels freeing. It's it feels freeing? like, oh, thank God. No more of this fucking word policing bullshit. I just, I just, here's the thing. I hear what you're saying and I understand that like, no, I actually honestly don't understand because here's the thing. There are so many things that white people get to do like, or straight people get to do like just exist in the world and like not have people try to kill sure. them for existing in the world. Yep. Like, I don't know. I think of all the different, I also have some notes on the Kevin Hart joke, but with that said of, of that, all that you get to do that I don't understand. Well, actually, no, I do understand. I, it is for me, the peak of putrid entitlement that you don't realize that you feel like, well, just, I want to be able to do that too. Like, I want to be able to say that word too. And yes, say the offensive thing. I don't know. They, Oprah says she doesn't say the N word because it's the last word that so many people heard is they were hanging from trees. I am less than two generations of away from people who literally were lynched. I have been called a faggot, beaten up, gay bashed, uh, threatened to be disowned by my fucking family. And it's just like, so for me, when I hear someone being like, God, I just wish I could just say faggot. It would just make me feel so much better. It's cathartic. I'm thinking about all of those things and I'm wondering why but you I can play the or same those game. Dude, People I can go, if I wanted to, I could I'm go gonna, to Holocaust surviving. I could play that whole but I don't, all day, but, and I just but, don't play. But Isaac, I don't want to use racial slurs against Jewish people. I have no I desire. Don't. I don't think it's I don't <laughs> think it's freeing. I would never describe it as free and cathartic or liberating to you to to tell a Jew, a bad Jew joke. Well, That's insane. But, but my so belief with that is said, can I use an analogy? Can I use an analogy, yeah, I, I, I use I, an analogy though? So, smart. so prior to the most infamous uh social controversy I had, I had one like 4 or 5 years ago mm. because a bunch of comics and I were sharing like what are the ro- the worst rape jokes you ever heard in the show <laughs> on Twitter and my Twitter at the time was like 800 people and so we were literally like going back and forth and like in quotes like what is the worst thing you've ever heard or and then eventually it was like here's one I thought of but never told on stage and then the showrunner for Law and Order SVU came at me and was mm. like how dare you and I responded and I said how dare you right because for some people who have gone through traumatic experiences to have it made fun of is actually therapeutic for them. Mm-hmm, that's to have comedy about rape is therapeutic for them. Just like for some people, watching r- crime show reenactments of traumatic rapes is therapeutic for them. Absolutely. And sometimes some people who like the comedy are fucking traumatized by a reenactment show and vice versa. And so 
I, at that moment, I, I was like, listen, you make reenactment porno. I do comedy. Let's not judge each other's arts. And he was like, very clever, but I'm still right. It's like, no, you're not. You're a fucking hypocrite. Now, that's an interesting point. Here's the there's two things here. One, that's an interesting point that you're making that in no way, shape or form supports or addresses what I see. <laughs> I'm saying. not saying that. I'm, so I'm just throwing Isaac it out saying, there. I would like to shout racial slurs from the top of my lungs at whenever I so please. And I would like to be no social consequence for that. You were saying <laughs> I went on the Internet and was trying to say because I would just say, tell your rape jokes at your house but i guess my point is share them with the world no, but, like, but, but i'm also, a comedian my job is to share them right. and and by the way do you think a white person can talk about racism to take power away from racism the same as a black comedian do i think a white person can talk about racism to take power away from racism in the same way in the same way a black comedian can mm-hmm. now that i've seen and i think it can be very interesting yeah but that's not what isaac is saying well, isaac is saying i'm not saying that's what he's saying I'm, I'm just asking those questions right yeah absolutely i don't think that there in. are i think that there are there is a unique i think that well, one, the only way, racism isn't for me a solvable problem. So with that said, I don't, I, I don't disagree. Right. With that. And so if white people can talk and white people really only listen to other white people. So if you want to tell some interesting points of view on race, then like, by all means, like tell that shit. But there are black uh, comics and, and black media members who have told me like, you are not allowed to speak on black and white racism at all because you come from a position of privilege and a position of power. And I go, well, that's actually not my real life experience. I would so I do think context. For I that. do think that is the point that Isaac is trying to make is that it's, you can't just chalk it up to what group are you a part of? Because there are, there are gay people who haven't experienced any right. of the yeah, marginalizing just, things I, that I've you've gone through. I've been beaten up for being white. I grew up around in black neighborhoods. You, do, I've been you see, up bring that up white. every time we met. I'm just saying. But do you see how quickly you dismissed it? Because you, you can't conceive a white person could ever feel marginalized. No, you I completely can. dismissed it. I can believe that a white person be marginalized. But you that's just completely you dismissed people. it. That's how you create the alt right. That's how you create people with with, with those points well, of view. You can or you can't. I can. Of you course, can. I can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way, way a white person I, be marginalized. I'm just saying, man. I'm not mad group. about it. I, I don't think it's like because black people are deficient. I just think, or because like they're racist <laughs> towards me. Yeah. I, I very generous. You know what? One of my favorite things. And I don't think black people should beat you up because you're white. Like I don't think that's a thing. But I also don't think I also have no. I would. Not find if I'm riding around in the hood, <laughs> can we just isolate? It's that? gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, I don't. Wow. It's gonna I think happen. We have a new, people, I think we have a new people, clip. People are tribal. People are tribal. People are tribal. It's yes. just gonna happen. Like you just said, it's not a solvable what? problem. Well, and, and one of, a solvable and, problem. And to be yes. honest, one of the things that right, I talk I, about, I, that gets, I don't. Before we get too crazy, let's okay. stay on the topic yes. of the special. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go down the racial racism. Back the, the the thing I want to move on to is the the political weirdness that's going on around the special, which mm-hmm. Isaac and I. If you want to go oh, on our Twitter, the Rotten Tomatoes question, the Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Uh, we should talk about that nonsense yes. story that's being. Oh, I, I think I, I think you're talking about white elitism a little a little bit. White white elitism. Be, white elitism being uh, it's being flogged by all the worst actors on this end. The the, the free speech So grifters. why don't you set this up, Charles? What well, is happening? Basically, there's this giant controversy because on Rotten Tomatoes, this developed initially, there was originally like five reviews, and now it's up to 12. And originally, the five reviews were all 0%. It was like a 0% tomato meter. Yeah. And, um, and now it's grown. So there's 12, 25% of the critical reviews are positive. I mean, yeah. And? And 99% of the user ratings are... Positive. So what we're seeing here in the mind of the uh, alt-right, for example, or any, you know, sort of... White grifters. Free speech what, grifters. What we're seeing here is 
the common people sure. being ignored and controlled by the elite media creating class. Sure. So we have critics trying to tell us, no, you can't hear these things. And well, the common even... people, the common people of, of America saying, we love this. I'm going to need to see you click more info because I want to know who those reviews are from. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the reviews are from... These fucking idiot journalists. Oh my God, I hate these Let's people. Let's see. Uh, from Slate, Salon... Uh, Pajiba, Vanity Fair. These are all, all negative, negative reviews. Ultimately, though, it feels a like a w- stale work from a comedian who was women. known for okay. truly and, and, yeah, a lot of white comedy. women who went to Brown. And the one positive one is for Nerd Reactor from an Asian. No, it's man. not the one. There's, There's Nerd Reactor, yeah. World of Something, JeremyJohns.com. Uh, negative reviews from the Ringer, Pace Mag. So. National Review gave it a bad review. Seems so, like the unfuckables didn't like it as a whole. So it's it's very <laughs> like I bet those women are getting you, dicked down. You, Allison Herman, if if you asked, Allison if you Googled who are the unfuckables, that's the picture that would pop up. <laughs> so there's Allison Herman. So there's there's uh, these ghouls like Tim Pool and Jordan Peterson. Oh, and, Tim Pool's that's not fair. Yeah, those he's a ghoul. Oh. Actually, what I don't understand, his yes. voice drives me nuts. Yeah. No, he's a huge. Uh, he's very annoying. Yes. But I very like, annoying. Pretending not to be bald by wearing a hat all the time. That's hilarious. Very, very Embrace ghoulish. The I'm bald. Uh, do it. Very yeah. ghoulish weirdo. Some people rock it. Do it. Just gotta do it. Wow, the, black people have better genes in that sense. In, in all he, senses. Physically. Shit, physically my God. Physically my God. <laughs> hey, his top, top tweet. Can we go to Cameron's Twitter no, profile? No, no, no. Let's, uh, let's stay on topic. <laughs> let's stick to the topic. So these guys are all flogging this narrative that there's some kind of media conspiracy to keep the Chappelle special down or not well reviewed and they're using the dumbest metric in the world which is rotten tomatoes uh because if you look at any other stand-up special on rotten tomatoes the uh, reviews are basically probably the same amount depending on the uh special itself around 10 to 12 critical reviews and then on the user end it'll be like maybe four five six hundred it's definitely if you go on joe rogan special he has 44 user reviews. If you go on Chris Rock's tambourine special, it's like 600. So this is a lie. I don't think this is a lie at all. I, yes, I, actually, I actually completely disagree with you. Why? And I also think that here's a little bit of the problem that I have with one side of things consistently calling the other side conspiracy. When people are critiquing this, they're not saying it's a conspiracy. They're not saying the shitty marginal brown graduate uh, people who write for Slate and you know Paste Magazine are getting together in a secret meeting and deciding to shit on the Chappelle special. That's not the critique that's being made. Nobody is saying that that's a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. People are just saying the media class is so fucking woke and out of touch and rich kids who went to stupid schools that they do not represent the common people of the country. That's what the, they're saying. This is a problem with the entertainment industry in general. Right. It's also why, and stick with me, it's also why movies like Moonlight win the Academy Award and not Avengers sure. Infinity War. Exactly, because they're saying that the media class is utterly this globalist elite that lives in coastal cities and they have no connection to the common people of the country. But you're talking, well, about, taste, of- you're talking about taste making versus... Right, but it's not a conspiracy. The critique right. is not saying this is but a conspiracy. But here's the thing that makes that logic flawed. And the thing is, I... Dark Knight should have won Best Picture. I loved Moonlight. It was better than the other movies that were nominated, but whatever. Um, with that said... Uh, it was better than fucking... 
it's, La La Land. There, that's for thank sure. the Lord, absolutely. <laughs> but we think we, one thing we can agree on. Yeah. God, uh, what if we just let white people do jazz? What right, if we just yeah. do that? Ugh. But my point is Gross. to say that, like, yeah, both. The also, coastal we have to elite. pretend that she's a starlet. She's okay. a star- the coastal elite make boat make all of the content you're describing. Yeah, right. So the coastal yeah. elite make the Clint Eastwood movies, and the coastal elite make the Avengers, and the coastal elite sure. make Moonlight. Well, so with that said, what'd you say? They pay. For no, they literally make it. They like make literally, like uh, the people who wrote that, who wrote the fucking yeah. Damien Chazelle is like an art school. Classic. Yeah. No, like, but the people Jewish who wrote, fuck. and then the people who wrote <laughs> Avengers live. Uh, on the west side of Los Angeles and have several nannies. It's These are all the same people. So with yeah. that said, the, the idea that like, oh, the coastal elite doesn't understand the middle, the, the middle of the world. No, 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 but there are some people who embrace right the... I don't know, the, the Russo brothers, they're kind of weird, the Russo bros. Yeah, they're, they're downtown LA people, at well, least. They're DTLA Wait, guys, let's, get back to, like. let's get back to the Chappelle thing. I considered their kids, but I, they don't work, they work are downtown. They, are they, uh, yeah. So the, the issue is that Again, it's intellectually dishonest to, as Tim Pool and Jordan Peterson have done, to compare the Rotten Tomatoes ratings of, for instance, the Chappelle special with the AOC Netflix documentary. Those are completely apples and oranges. Apples, but you're about to do apples and oranges here. Because I'm not saying I'm saying that all of that is meaningless. Is the point that I'm making? If you go on uh, Tyler Perry's Medea's family reunion. The, Ugh, the idea that we're comparing this to something Chappelle made is no, but apples to apples is, is now gotten racist. Apples to apples <laughs> is Nanette. Nanette Charles is apples just n word bombed the entire podcast <laughs> yes. by making God, that without saying it. life, without saying life itself fourteen percent from critics, eighty three percent from audiences. What so, is that? It's, I, I think it's again. The, Nanette is the only analog because Nanette is a woke ass special, one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and nobody in the audience likes it. Fifty three percent of the audience likes it. Well, fifty fine. Fifty three. That's, that's still your, rotten. So, that's still rotten. But Isaac, so what's your point? No, it's not. It's 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 not a rotten. Tomato. No, no. It's I think fifty three is rotten. No, it's not. If it's above fifty percent, no, it's I think not rotten. Look at the rules. I think I think fifty three actually. Isaac, is. what's your point though? Yeah. I, I'm just saying. I think that this is a valid criticism. That's my only point. What's valid about the criticism? The media is a coastal elites that's totally out of touch with the common people. And hold this, on, I, I this, don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily coastal elites. You're talking about industry. You're talking about industry curators mm-hmm. who are paid off by these people anyway. Not necessarily. So I mean, this is the other getting out of. They are. I've been offered money to. This is the other piece that's happened. Uh, a few days ago, Nanette was at fifty three percent, and it has now dropped to thirty two percent. So, so, at what point are we going yeah, to acknowledge sure. that these the, num- these numbers are entirely fakeable yes. and created? Yeah, exactly. That like literally, this is the thing. I could buy a botnet while we're talking and have and make this do whatever. Twenty five, twenty six on the audience. Yes, not on the twenty six thousand nine hundred and forty three for a, a Netflix comedy special is absurd. Yeah, these are not right. real ratings. Yes, I so agree. So this agree. is part of sure. a cultural battle being waged by, again, ghouls like Tim Pool and Jordan Peterson who are trying to win battles by going on Rotten Tomatoes and rating fucking movies. Well, it's the same thing that people try to do to Amy Schumer's special. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the exact On Netflix, thing. right? Yes. But, but That's you, totally the same. But I, I don't think what Isaac's saying is a completely moot point. I just don't think it applies to this. It, but it's... It does you are saying... Like, there's a lot of gamesmanship happening to try to make this point Correct. by people, mm-hmm. but I don't think the point is wrong just because there's gamesmanship. Well, I think there's, you... there is a huge difference between what I think the industry is trying to tell the American people what it wants versus what they actually want. And I think the reason that things like this 
get response from people like Tim Pool and Jordan Peterson is because that is how people feel. They feel like, stop, like make me the shit I want. Don't don't try to tell me Nanette's a good comedy special and Dave Chappelle's not. Because you're wrong. Again, Dave, but the Dave Chappelle reviews are all from like second tier, third tier places, right? But pull back for two seconds. Yes. Since when the fuck do critics did are, are critics right exactly like so who's the most successful black filmmaker of the past decade that would be one mr tyler perry uh, of the past two decades perhaps um he made himself into a billionaire by doing church plays mm-hmm. that are horribly written uh <laughs> terribly acted, never, has never stopped that formula and often make no fucking sense this dude bought a military base in oh, atlanta yeah. and turned rich. it into a studio yeah he's, he's, he's just that rich yeah. he has never gotten a rotten tomato score over 30 percent. who gives a shit it's right. about who it's about who buys things right so the idea that like the, there is all cr- the difference between what critics want to watch and what sells has always existed this is not a new phenomena of coastal elite for sure it's a difference sure. between like film criticism and popcorn fun yeah. so when i look at this dave Chappelle thing people watched it and thought it was funny as i said at the beginning i thought this shit yeah, was funny no t- i would give it a good audience score i just thought some of the shit was, and that, then but- i think some of this is caused by podcasts though and what oh, i mean right. by that is like yeah i like think some one. of this is caused by po- no because what what the audience didn't understand 10 years ago or 20 years ago is that for every nanette that's that's cherry picked by industry there are 30 or 40 murderer comics who don't get a special that year because of it and now because those guys are going on podcasts going, yeah, I shot a special and I, nobody's buying it. So I'm releasing it myself. Like Brian Callen had to release his own special. It was better than 90% of the specials that came sure. out mm-hmm. on Netflix because this year. Because of the woke thing. And, 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 and I it's think, because yeah. Brian's just, Brian's not really like, Brian's a straight white man mm-hmm. who really doesn't necessarily have like any particular point of view, any particular interesting thing about him. He's just fucking funny. You're right. Right. And so... I think that the pushback is people want to believe that there is meritocracy in things. That's that's the concept. (laughs) Hold on. That's the concept of capitalism, right? Hardest hardest worker uh, gets the most shit. Right. And so the 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 rally cry behind things like this. And even the Tyler Perry one, I think it's probably the same thing. It's an audience going, fucking listen to us. Right. Like, how many of us have to... It's like a petition. How many of us have to vote for this for me to go, like, just because your critics don't like it doesn't mean I don't want it in... And Tyler Perry how, faces this problem all the time. How many people... He gets 200 only, theaters instead of 1,000. Can I just right? ask... Like, I just right. have to say one thing. Okay. And this is perhaps controversial. Only white people believe meritocracy exists. There's never been, nor in this country, nor will there ever be anything... The, the, the idea of meritocracy what where the hardest worker, the, the best person... Fuck? Gets that's the best. That's Black insane. people so utterly own, no utterly believe, own no. popular culture no one because of meritocracy. meritocracy. That's, that's insane. Black so people utterly own American popular culture because of meritocracy. Black people own American pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't say people, they fucking do. You can't say we make the best music, money. the best clothing, the best art, and then be like, yeah, but, but there's, but no, there's meritocracy. no meritocracy. Dude. But who gets paid for it? So well, when you the are, Jews, so, yeah. the Jews get paid. Who gets for paid for it? Who gets money off it? If <laughs> you're a, if you're a white. black teenager on Twitter and you come up with something like, uh, let's, what is the one like, like uh, eyebrows on fleek? How many times did you see on fleek on every fucking? It's yeah, a big duh. thing on Twitter. Wait, I don't. Yes, did she go on Ellen? No, 
Did she make any money off of that fucking thing? No. Would you look at the little white boy who had on the white vans, and you're like, oh, yeah, look, it's Dan with the white vans, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, Cameron, you're cherry picking. But there are white examples of that, too. There are white people who didn't capitalize on right. things that yeah, didn't make on. money either. Right, but like you're cherry part of a larger that? trend? There are also, there no. are also Dude, entire of leagues trend. of black yes. athletes that make a shitload of money. That doesn't mean everybody. Oh, that's not That's not meritocracy? Yeah, give me a break. That doesn't make sense. Charles, what were you just saying? Let me just get back to this, Nanette. How many people in this room watched? I didn't Nanette. watch it. I watched Nanette. <laughs> okay. Twice. You watched Nanette twice? Why did you watch it twice? And God. just to hate watch. What did you... What, <laughs> what did, no. What no, did I you? watched it twice because I... That's the job you want to understand it. No, yeah. exactly. Well, I, <clears throat> the first time I watched it, uh, I watched it before everybody hated it. Hmm. And then when everybody hated it, I, then, you know, the contrarian in me goes back and goes... This woman didn't fill a theater for no reason. There's got to be some merit. There's got to be some right. substance. There's got to be something sure. there. And maybe I just need to come at it with a fresh set of eyes. Yeah. And I watched it again. And just as a joke writer, as a performer, I was just like, this is, this, it's this just, is so just bad. yelling and whining and bitching. Like, it's that's everything that I don't want to hear. What did you think of Nanette? I haven't watched Nanette. Oh, you it haven't watched it? didn't no. make an impression on me. If that makes any sense, and then I, I also it. thought it was a horrible representation of what it is to be gay. I wa- yeah, it's I not my place shit. to say that, I, I mean, guess. But and I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I watched the shit, and I was just like, okay, so you sad, and you're stop making fun of yourself. All right, cool. Like, I mean, I thought that was interesting, but I was like, I'm not laughing, mm. and like maybe this is like a cool medium article maybe like this was like a web series that i could have watched but i don't need that i know that i and like there was, i just felt like somebody filmed an la open mic for an hour and that's it's like so how do you explain it then because i actually haven't seen it either so how do you explain why it rose because it's, it turned, is it meritocracy because of the way she not. turned it the wheels because of the turn so with that said she was you go in thinking like i'm gonna go this is a funny comedy special and then in the know, 45 minutes in she starts talking about like how basically everything that she's done and the career that she's built is based on self-criticism and that that is a bad thing and that she's it like it to is make it like people feel comfortable is it kind of like and- i somebody explained this to me so i'm quoting someone else mm-hmm. before we get offended somebody said it was like gay coonery in the sense of like her being like uh I- i've been mocking being gay and and that's been my career and profiting it from it but i i now i feel like I i'm selling it my own people yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. that's cool and i'm gonna i texted the the black council oh, you are allowed to I say coonery oh okay um, today this is uh, the josh it's a win for josh i want to <laughs> i'm gonna go visit one when i leave this, here <laughs> this is the other point that i want to bring up though that i think but, needs this is the point that i think needs to be understood about stand-up is that most people who are reviewing stand-up Aren't stand up? Aren't stand up and hate the art form? Yes, mm. they don't like. What is that? What do you mean? They, because stand up has been saddled with a lot of social responsibility and truth telling and all this horseshit that's not really the point. Yeah, sure. Like if you, which is why Nanette was up a lauded. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because if you, the the very basic level of stand up is go up, audience laughs. If you do that, then you've done it successfully. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of like criticism about stand-up is it was like when uh when we talked about this in this podcast when louis ck had his recent set leaked and everybody was fussing about his jokes and i was like this is beside the point louis hasn't changed the way that he tells jokes he's very dark he's very mean he's always been that way yeah he punches down occasionally he's not like this uh socially like liberal uplifting guy that you've made him out to be it's just for a while, you saw him on your side. Then you found out he was kind of a creep, and you switched. But nothing about what he does changed. But it's because a lot of these critics, especially on websites like these, they just hate stand-up. They don't like the idea 
that somebody is going up there and maybe saying things they don't believe in, really. Because a lot of stand-up, sometimes you say something that for the purpose of the joke, you don't necessarily believe. I have jokes about, you know, wanting to kill children or, you know, I'm going to fuck your kids or whatever. And what are the ones you don't believe? Walked into that one. Do you guys know they're the only people who are his height? I didn't know Charles was gay until me and Gracie went to a show like years after I knew you and he was telling jokes about being gay. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Charles isn't gay though. Charles or bi. Bi. It's, it's all the same. I think you, it's said, all the same to you, I think you said in a joke though. Sometimes you have yeah. to fudge because you don't want to get into the right. nonsense. Yeah, you don't sometimes. want to get into And again, the this is the point of stand-up is that right. sometimes for the purpose of entertaining the audience, you have to take shortcuts. Sure. Or you have to say something you don't necessarily believe in. Yeah, you're, so, you're not always relating to the best parts of the, uh, the people in the audience. Yeah. And there is this new push in comedy that Nanette represents, which is we're only going to do com- we're only going to do comedy that relates to the best part of best right. things of people. And it's like, that's no fun. I want to relate to the worst parts of you, even if you're not proud of that part. And I'm not proud of that part. But if I thought something horrible and you thought something horrible and we can laugh about that. And, and that's what brings us that's together. The idea. And that's what I love about this special. I felt so disturbed about the Michael Jackson thing. I didn't know what to do. I went to the desert recently and my friend put on Michael Jackson. We were all high as fuck. And I like had a crisis because I was like, I couldn't to stop hallucinate thinking. hallucinate that Michael Jackson. Well, I couldn't stop thinking about the fucking documentary that, you yeah. know, the, all the horrible things in it. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking don't say about this. Don't stop till you get enough. Yeah, right. What? It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a man <laughs> in the mirror. Like, <laughs> stop doing this. I Anyways, love. Wait, so, tell your. This is my favorite thing that you've said about Michael Jackson. <laughs> no one said anything about the Macaulay Culkin aspect of this bit. Yeah, it was hilarious. No, say, the, the, say the man in the mirror theory. The only Michael Jackson song that you're allowed to listen to is "Man in the Mirror" because he's clearly telling himself to stop diddling children. Stop fucking you know, kids. Like stop fucking kids. I'm you got to stop asking it. Asking him to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, or that. It's so either I'm that. saying Dave Chappelle's special made me. It like unified me in a, with the rest of the American public. Like I felt very alone and off on a thing. Like I don't feel like I should listen to this. Like this is fucked up. I'm mad. I but, don't understand. But, but and part then of that it, problem, by though, making fun of it in this really dark, horrible way, it kind of like made me get over it. And now I can go out to a bar and listen to fucking here's the you know, thing, Michael Isaac. Jackson. Come on, and I'm just like, all right, here's the whatever. Thing, you know, like I, what it, I yeah, hear through no your description of this special and why sure. you liked it yes. is that it made you feel comfortable with things that you want wait wait it made you feel more comfortable with things that you want to believe that you want to be okay with no, so I, you want I to didn't enjoy want to believe Michael this. Jackson's. no i didn't you want, want to be able to enjoy michael jackson's music and not thinking about him buying rings for i just five do, i just do or, enjoy his music i enjoyed michael jackson's music as well yeah um I, like especially at a cookout um but with or but like not think about like you know wade robson hiding his underwear in the yeah. trash yeah. and you want to no, be I able to, to I definitely you know don't. say whatever words you want that whole documentary i just walked away feeling like boy there really is such a thing is not having enough credits like macaulay culkin too yeah. famous to get too famous. fucked yeah. <laughs> there's other kids is like what have you done a guest spot on the tonight yeah, show bring that ass all over here yeah. <laughs> show me some but well, yeah also, i just i just hear I throughout like it's what also you, blaming what the this, parents like the parents give me a fucking but what i hear throughout is that like what you liked about this is that it assuaged the, the which ugly is the parts point of, of comedy no the point of comedy is not necessarily to the point of there is no point to comedy. it's unifying is to make people laugh no it was it made you feel better about doing bad things is what I hear. It made you, it, it was cathartic for you it to hear someone shout. It made me feel shout, less alone. 
Which is a part of comedy. It's a point so that you're united with people who want to shout faggot and use racial slurs. Well, I don't know if it's... I mean, but again, you're... Listen you're, to Michael Jackson's music without, but you're, without thinking but you're, about your fucking kids. But you're ascertaining an intent. Like, this is, again, the problem I have with this. is like you're saying a desire to relate to evil makes you evil. It doesn't. I didn't say it made him evil. No, no, no. I said that no, that's no, 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 but you're, comforting. But that's not necessarily what it is. Like, some people want, want, to, re, want to know that they're not alone, not in that... I too think and believe the horrible things. Like we've all had horrific thoughts and been like, "Good, thank God I don't actually Ooh, think that," right? Or thank God I don't actually enjoy. Like, perfect example: pornography. We've all skimmed that thing. Like, what Jesus the fuck Christ. is this? Thank God I'm not into this. I mean, yeah, put a yeah, conditioner yeah. bottle in his rectum. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, so my, I guess my point, my point is, is just because you enjoy the entertainment of discovering something about yourself that you didn't know, doesn't mean that that's now your new identity, and that you too want to scream f- the f bomb from, you know, the from rooftop. It's, it's not about that. Right. It's just about going. Oh, I've, I've had that fucked up thought too. Cool. And I hear you brought. I'm not Josh, an evil person. But he said that. He said, I should be able to say whatever word I want. He said, I should be able to feel comfortable listening to Michael Jackson's music. Anybody should be able to say whatever word they want. And are you not a part of anybody? Anybody. Yes, I am a part of it. But anybody should be able to say it. I hear what your point is, (laughs) but it's like, I'm still right. Like, which is the, like, it made me feel better about uh, wanting to do these things that are socially unacceptable. And I don't think that that. Is, and while that's fine, I just, when I watch this, I just, I don't watch, I watch Dave Chappelle, I watch comedy because I want to think about things in a way that I hadn't before. I, I think, and that's why I love, and that's why I've always loved stand-up, that's why I love Chris Rock, that's yeah. why I love Dave Chappelle, that's right. why I love, oh, that's why I love fucking, who's, oh god, oh god, I'm going to lose my gay card over this. Uh, lesbian, Asian, uh, Margaret Cho, there you go. Uh, why I love if you were going to say Kathy Griffin, I was going to dismiss myself from the podcast. <laughs> I don't. I, well, that's why I like the Michael Jackson okay, joke. I like the Michael Jackson joke because it did make just me think about Bravo, Anyway, go ahead. I think the trap that you're falling into is the same as the critics where you're looking for like philosophical uh, leadership from comedians and that's never going to be the case. I think it's undeniable that you say often that comedy is about telling the truth and that's not the Was George Carlin not not a philosophical leader? George Carlin wasn't always funny. Like that's (laughs) that's I mean the basics of it. I've uh, never wanted to call Charles the F. That's word fine. <laughs> <laughs> right that's fine. I'm the, I'm the same way with Bill Hicks. Like Bill Hicks. Yeah. Come well, on. I definitely but don't. I don't. I not don't always think funny Bill, either. I think Bill Hicks was hardly funny. But. Yeah. So. You have I mean, to stop you have lo- the craftsmen and you have the. You have to leaders. stop looking at comedians as Bill Burr says this all the time. Like, he is the, the best about this. He says, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know why you would ever listen to anything I have to say. <laughs> the entire purpose is to make people laugh. Yeah, right. And sure. that's, that's why, in terms of theme, I liked Anthony Jeselnik's point on this much better well, than but, Chappelle's. Uh, Ned Jeselnik is admittedly a comedy nihilist. He says none of it means anything. But I you have make people laugh. I'm talking That's about it. thoughts and prayers specifically, which I think addresses a lot of these I issues. Have to watch thoughts. All right, and prayers. what thoughts do we think before we're done in terms of social enforcement and et cetera? Because by the way, I'm actually very pro social enforcement, so I understand what you're saying about socially enforced norms. I don't happen just, to, just the I don't, norms I don't, that Isaac wants. I don't happen to agree with <laughs> exactly. you in the language sense because I think that's very authoritarian. But what do we think about the Louis C.K. aspect of this? That was he came out and very strongly about jerking off in front of women. Well, no. <laughs> so he basically came out I'm and for said it. Very, something I've never done, and how dare you? He, he basically <laughs> brazenly says, "Well, not yet, but then anyone could change their mind." <laughs> he no, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. No, I did. no, I, I don't mean you. Life. I mean the gentleman. <laughs> like, oh, they could be right. like, ah, "I'm a chick now. You did it." I guess so. <laughs> so anyway, he basically comes out and says, 
it, this he didn't do anything wrong. Did what did we think about that? Was anybody offended? Did they care? Was he right? Wrong? Uh, it's lazy again. And that was the problem. That was my problem throughout with special was that his justifications for bad behavior were just lazy. So here's the thing about the Louis C.K. thing. There's the version of it which he told, which is that he was in his room and he jerked off and he nutted on his stomach. Who cares? He asked permission if he could take his dick out first. Like, oh my god, everything's totally fine. That's not true. Like, he did this repeatedly to a number of different women, both with and without their consent. And then afterwards, he had when these women started to tell the story of what had happened to them, he had Dave Becky, his incredibly powerful manager, call either get them out of jobs or tell them to try to stop them from telling this story. So with that story of what had happened to them, if it's just him nutting on his chest and it doesn't matter, then, like, why are we making calls? Why are you trying to cover this shit up? So with that said, I think, look. Dave, we all do dumb shit for our friends. Louis C.K. is Dave Chappelle's friend. He wants this to not be that big of a deal. He doesn't think the dude should be canceled. I guess, fine, whatever. But, like, you can... Dave Chappelle can tell a better joke than, like, dude nutted on his stomach. Because the dude who nutted on his stomach was one of the most powerful comics in the country. Yeah, we get into the dynamics of how how powerful Louis is. Also, we don't... There's there's no documentation that he sicked Dave Becky on them. And there's no reason to believe that he did because Dave was the first person to disassociate himself with Louis when the shit hit the fan. So if Louis had that on him, that they coerced together to hurt those women's careers... Dave would not have dropped Louis because Louis would have that on him. He then would why be like, did Dave you Becky try to stop these women from telling the story because it affects Dave Becky's fucking money. That's why. So, but if you're, if you know, one of your clients is literally like, I mean, you wouldn't call it assaulting extended, decently exposing himself to women. Like you're going to defend that or you're going to dissociate yourself. Yeah. If from I'm a guy point. whose entire paychecks are associated with Louis CK. Uh, hold on. You're asking me I'm is saying- a, is a crooked fucking pimp. Of Hollywood, <laughs> gonna behave like a crooked so are you fucking saying I pimp. Shouldn't sign with three arts. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying you shouldn't. I, know, I mean, if we want to get into this, I don't think you should sign with anybody because they're all crooked fucking pimps. But yeah, I, I okay, the, the issue. Ahead. I mean, we, we've talked Louis C.K. to death on this thing. The issue with Louis C.K. is that, regardless of the exact details of what happened after, there's still an imbalance of power that existed with these women. And if you're a young comedian and Louis C.K. says, "Hey," come up to my room then your first assumption is not going to be that he wants to masturbate in front of you hey i'm gonna i'm uh, making a tv pilot with you and i would and i would like to jerk off in front of you right is that like can i so i'm gonna do that and then like but the show's going so well i'm not gonna like fuck this up for you but i just like to jerk off in front of you all right there's in, there's uncomfortable inherent there's the, an inherent the power differential there. Yeah, yeah but the inherent power differential the, the entire the, framework the of, problem is okay. the power the yes, problem okay. is not the and, jerking and let off. me just offer my response the entire idea the entire idea (laughs) finally that power where is it the the entire idea that boy did i get the wrong seat power differential (laughs) between two people in a sexual relationship is not a dynamic that is attractive to some people is completely fucking insane Wait, wait, we, what? It, it, I'm going to say something that's that should not be controversial at all because it's the most fucking obvious thing in the world if you look around at the world. Okay. Women are attracted to power. Yeah. It's fucking obvious. Yeah. Everyone knows this. It's the most obvious thing uh, in the world. Come on, they, you know how those models like yeah, fucking all yeah, them dude, guys in look, Skid Row. Look, dude, look at Christ. the look at the article that just came out that's getting passed around. An article like an investigation just came out about how uh, dating is being ruined because there's not enough rich men, meaning women are not attracted to the guys they're dating. That just came out. 
everyone knows women are attracted to power. Everyone in the world okay. knows this. This it is should not be okay. fucking controversial. The, the, are we really saying this as is a, fine? Hold on, hold on. But, can I just finish my but, point? But let me, my, Charles, let me finish my right, point. Ma- my finish point, point is my point is trying to deprive society of women being attracted to powerful men is the most horrifying communist bullshit I've show ever me, heard. I said this this is why we try. We try because me, we want to be attracted no, no, to women. Isaac, well, show me on the doll where anyone you're, said you're women can be attracted to powerful men. pussy is the critical men. core nucleus of capitalism. You're goddamn right it is. That's what the whole thing give me is. The, right? Give me the political music. So <laughs> this, is, this is a fine, wide view. And I don't even. Sure. But also, like, I mean, but this, what you're saying, like, underpin, like, here's the thing. Yeah, you know, there is a theory. Yes, some women are attracted to power. Some men are attracted to power. Some women are some. I, it, some go, people are attracted to power. Some people are attracted to power. Whatever. I hate but that. But that's show, not by the, way. the no. power. It's <laughs> empire is fun. Um, it's not the same show. I promise. And so, with that said, the point, but undermining that is that there are also people who use their power over others to take advantage Absolutely. of them. I hear that. And, and so, I with that, that. Yes. and that is what. And I, so, you have envisioned this sure. as a central situation. Where it's just like we're hanging out, we're having lunch, and I'm like, Isaac, you know what? I would just like, you know, your boss is like, you, can I take my dick out? And you're like, oh my god, sure, I'm so turned on by you. Oh my like, take that like, dick out. But how uh, do you how know? Much? How do you know? Because, because they fucking told us. They told us they weren't attracted to him. They weren't but trying to they? date him. Yes, they did. I pulled. I can pull up the article for you right now. All right, all right. Because they told us. Here's the thing. And when it is not wanted, it is harassment. Sure. And that is it's what that shit is. It's just hard to tell. Sometimes is it hard to tell? Yeah, it is. Look, I mean, it's hard. I sometimes you don't know. It's a, not that I have any fucking power, but I'm saying in whether, circumstances in which I did have some power. Sometimes you think all these bitches the, want me. Sometimes you don't know if they do. Oh, and, and, sometimes and, and back then they didn't want you. Now you're hot. They're all on there you. There you go. Exactly. Said, exactly. It's not. But like you, people will tell you. Women will tell you. Men will tell you. I literally. I, people in, in romantic interactions, whether they are attracted to you or not, there is a difference between a no that's like, oh, I'm not. I'm, I don't know. The thing no I take that, issue like, with is, is fucking them over. That's you're right. Power absolutely can be because abused. Because he had... It can be abused. and He if was you're, able to fuck the right. woman because he had... Because if you had more power. Sure, I go. understand that point. If if you go after a girl who you think likes you for your power and they r- say, no, I don't like this, and then you fuck them, that's fucked up. I get that. Yeah. But simply fucking a girl who likes you because you're powerful, that's not wrong. Now, that's yeah. interesting, but that's not what happened here. Yeah. Like, that's sure. an interesting point of view that, like, you know, right, maybe well, you should be able to fuck your interns, but, like, You should definitely be able to fuck your interns. I'm never... Yeah, but, no. I, but, you, you won't, there would not be an article about Cameron Johnson and Vanity uh, Fair uh, about anything like that. Sure. But with that said, but my if you take point, the rep... If you try and fuck them because they didn't want you, yes, No, 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 no. But even if you, like, I, even, even if you... Like, just the idea of, like, you broaching that, like, is... Kind of inappropriate. So with that said, yeah, no, 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 no. That's what you're describing is is harassment. My I'm friend. just saying and you're assuming consent. <laughs> came I'm, down I'm not no, no, real no. quick. Let's go around. Would you fuck a fan, Cameron? Would I fuck a fan? A fan of, of yours? Of mine? I love your writing. I love, love your, your writing. Stand-up. I love whatever. And I'd like to love your balls. Yeah. <laughs> would you fuck a fan? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Josh, would you fuck can, a fan? If you weren't Cameron J. Awesome on Instagram, can by the way. and can and have. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 you I've been a, a comic Absolutely. longer than I've been a, a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good 100%. five years in there. That's why anybody does anything. It's all driven by right. So there is a power. There is a slight power differential there. So always power differential is not always. No, not always I, well, a bad well thing. can I can I elaborate a little bit? There was no sense of power. There was only a sense of 
Oh, this is going to be easy. And then that transitioned to a level of discomfort of like, ooh, this person likes me. This person, this person kind of makes me feel like they put me on a pedestal and that's gross. Weird. That is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But power differential is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like that person. I have no power to give that person something or not. But if I have like, let's say in a world direct in a world in which I have a TV show. So I have a TV show and they're one of and I'm the showrunner and one of the staff writers or writer assistants. I think he's cute. And I'm like, hey, let's go out on a date right okay well and did this actually didn't this happen on what is one of the who's what's his name oh it's uh, that one show all of them yeah all of them exactly <laughs> that's right all of them every tv show so he where he's like and I that's what my, i mean all of them no, i asked my boss yeah. and if I, so if you're I, not allowed to hire people based off whether or not they'll fuck you they have to be related to you, to you. oh that's <laughs> what it is i got it wrong color is you don't yeah. forget yes yes and so unless they're being paid for by the studio yeah. but my point is to say that like if i ask out the staff writer the staff writer and i'm the boss and i've given them their job and i control whether or not they get promoted sure. i control whether or not like they may be a fan of my work but they may not want to fuck me right and i kind of inappropriate for me to ask got so, it so but if there's a mutual interest we can figure some shit out i guess that's one thing but like it's not appropriate for me personally to initiate yourself to initiate right because the, i am that because i think initiating is totally fine in the power dynamic i think it's completely fine if they say no and you push it that's where it goes bad if they say i am not interested in this and then you try and keep doing it that's wrong you think there is one there is one area though where i do kind of want to jump in here and say that you know if you if you go back and like my my first exposure to isaac was reading your book Mm. that charles told me to read yeah and i do think there is this sort of uh hunter, way, isaac, hunter, has, isaac has it doesn't like promoting it he has a very good book that oh, you can buy thanks. on amazon yeah <laughs> very well written Not very good yes um good. but anyway uh but no but it, but uh, the, my initial read Not on the poetry you, book the poetry, the poetry book, book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. my <laughs> initial charles, charles wrote the best part is actually the intro charles aren't, aren't they all poetry <laughs> yeah uh the 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 read on you I got was there is this romanticism of the Hunter S. Thompson lifestyle of like sure. being an artist and and being a little off center of society right and I think a big part of why you push back against this corporatization of art community is that is that like listen comics and writers and actors they're supposed to do coke and fuck each other and be crazy and there's not you're not supposed to have the rules of the cubicle office in the world of art and entertainment right sure, yeah. and so i think we're we're entering a time where there's a lot of again it's all pendulum type shit like we we went from it being the wild west it's going to oversteer and it's going to get to the point where nobody does anything with anybody anywhere to where like let's get drinks after we we're, we wrap today and it's like no we can't do that like Sorry. the hr woman in the room says that's a little compromising and so i think there's going to be this give and take yeah. of what's what's a workplace appropriate, right? Because there's been absolutely no guidelines or policy or anything like that that led to the years of Weinstein level abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's going to overcorrect to the point where people can't even go out for drinks after working together. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going to become a nine to five. The art is going to suck, which a lot of it does right now because of this, right? I want to show where the writers are doing coke together and fucking each other and going, hey, uh, go back to episode three. Like, let's fucking, you know, get a show like Californication if there is HR in the room. Right, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and I guess yeah. that's my, but I think a lot of what drives your emotion around this is that idea of i want my art to be fucking raw and weird and creepy and if you start going stop jerking off in front of me it's gonna your art's gonna suck in a weird way way, in a way sure and i hope the pendulum swings i mean 
Unless people like Cameron get in control and put straight white men in re-education camps. I can't wait it's for that It's dangerous. It's you not going to be... we got to be afraid of that. It's going to be day. anal education camps. <laughs> <laughs> not, they seem Reeves. to like it. Um, <laughs> let's, so let's sum up. I thought this, this tweet by John Ronson, author of So You've Been Publicly Shamed, Love was him. the most accurate about it. He said, reactions to the Dave Chappelle, he said show, but it should be special, are such a sign of our times. You got to think it's the most important artistic statement of our era or monstrous. That's uh, not how you spell monstrous. No, he's not it's spelling British. things well. Uh, the, uh, this exhausting pendulum. My guess oh, is most people... pendulum. It's here. Most people had the same reaction I did. I laughed out loud about five times and thought, oh, fuck off about four times. About right. Uh, but in general, I thought he was brilliant on stage. But outrage at the woke feels far less important than it did in 2015 as there are more serious things to be worried Dated about. Dated and reductive. Review end. There you go. Um, gentlemen, this has been lovely. It Can has. you please promote your things? Cameron. Uh, promote my things? Um, let's Social see. media. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is full of jokes. They are often racist, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, Cameron J. Awesome. Follow me on Instagram to see my collection of jumpsuits and just general thirst trappery. Also, ah, Cameron J. Awesome. I, I should I should that. consult I with you about how to beef up my Instagram because I think I need to pivot into a thirst trap Instagram game. Here's the thing: no one, you, we can we can make this happen for you. You're gonna have like thick dad vibes. I already have. Oh, thick, no, oh. I, I'm already there. Well, I'm already, I just need to. I just need to like. I'm trying to get all the thick dad. Like, I'm at the point where I'm past the discomfort of it, and I'm ready to monetize. <laughs> <I> wanna, <laughs> while we're on this Bridget, topic, Bridget. I, I want to read some of Josh's uh, Instagram comments on a shirtless picture that he posted yeah, yeah. Uh, I, by the way it was a picture a lot of the a lot of the um the sexual type photos of me are photos that my girlfriend <laughs> will take of me around the house and she thinks they're embarrassing and i'll go send it to me i'll put yeah. it up it's, <laughs> it's hilarious and so this is me i fell asleep on her like at, like late at night i came home from work and i was like let me rub your feet and then literally just passed out on oh, her yes shirtless. a bear a bear in repose full bared cameron can you see that <laughs> yeah and uh, in the comments, a, a bearded man named SNB207 says, Beyond sexy. <laughs> uh, another man, Orpheus Lean, says, uh, Why I'm moist? Oh, question mark. He, oh, wow. wow. And Orpheus. then Flyza Minnelli, uh, another man, says, How about fellas soaking the front of their boxers? Ouch. Um, I don't even know what that means. Stunning. It's called pre-cum. Uh, wow. Got a St- lot of... Uh, yeah, really. That's from Bear, Josh, Bear Bear Cub says, stunning. <laughs> uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Red Bear Lover says, heart, 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 heart. <laughs> this is unbelievable, Josh. I'm going to double tap that and follow. <laughs> this is yeah. so funny. If you are into so uh, bears, uh, Josh is the guy. And I think he's going to lean into that end of his fan base. I've, and... uh, for the longest time, I was like, when I did the Food Network show, I thought, I'll just make my Instagram like my food page. And I, yeah. and I amassed like another three or 4,000 followers that were like, we want to see you post food. And now that I'm not doing the food show, I don't post a lot of food pictures anymore. And all the food people have unfollowed me. But when I put up one of those pictures... Boy, does that bell ring. Is it is hot. fucking... You call it it is nice. Call it body positivity. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was saying. Anybody's like, are you trying to exploit gay men's love of you? I'm like, I think you're body shaming me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly exploit our love of you. Yes. Exploit it for money. Exploit gay... Here's the thing. That's one of my favorite things, too, is ever. Uh, I do love the hypocrisy of it's not a choice. Well, then why do you keep asking me if I want to be turned? Right. <laughs> All me, my gay friends are always trying to turn me, so apparently... Let me ask you the Bridget Fetacy question. It's possible. Would you, <laughs> sell, would you sell dick pics 
for money on the Patreon for a hundred bucks, maybe a hundred bucks a month. Hundred bucks, hundred a hog. <laughs> it shouldn't be dick pics. It should be ass pics. Because is that's it? would you bend down me to gape it up? Yeah, would you gape it? I don't for know. Hundred. Oh, this why I need Cameron's help. What? First of all, give me the. I One, need to know thing, what the no levels are. So, with, like, okay, well, what's like, the Super Bowl? Like, is it spread asshole? What so, is it? So like, I mean, what's the Super Bowl? Like, I think it depends on the person you're looking for. I think if I'm gonna subscribe to an OnlyFans, um, <laughs> I, I want to see. I want to see like varied, regularly posted content. So I mean, I want to see like a little nut content. Oh, some ball see, bag. I want to see some ball, but I also want to see nutting. I want to see the oh, action of a guy. I want to see face while that's happening. Ooh, um, I might oh, want to see like on, a little sex toy play. Okay. I might want to see. So, you know, let's get you a flesh jack. Let's get you some sort flesh of jack. like just a dilator. I think flesh a starter. I think a, a starter. Um, but you got a nut with it in you. And then <laughs> oh, eventually oh. there needs to be a sex video. But you I need got a nut with it in you. But you got a nut with it in you. Thank you. Hold on. Give me a yellow legal pad. I got to write all this. Charles, take notes. I can't keep track of all this. The same list. Yeah. That's what I'll. That's and that's what I'll give you ten dollars a month for that. So oh. ten. That's, that's what only what do you fans think? cost. Now, how many of you are there? Yeah, say are there enough? 10, there's 000. this one 10, man 000. who I follow on Instagram. I really only is, need enough to pay. Like if I could pay my rent off of just ten thousand times to ten. Me, no, there's ten thousand times ten is what? There's a man I follow 100? on Twitter who is adorable, and he started OnlyFans, and he doesn't have to like work anymore. Like he's just like. Would you do it? The dream. Would you do it? What I or am I? Don't do that. Because it's shit. like, because honestly, it's one of those things where it's like people go, oh, but my fucking artistic integrity. It's like, what? But it's also well, that was Bridget's point. But she it's was like, also hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that I'm not into it at all is hilarious. <laughs> Like me, I'm not You're like, like oh, the okay. idea that anybody could want to see me naked and touch themselves while doing so, and it's not to cover themselves from vomit is fucking <laughs> hilarious. And pay money, Girl. my God, if that's not the American dream, yeah. I don't know what is. Actually, what that truly is is the power of whiteness. Like fat white men, <laughs> okay, they, they, they rebranded as bears, and now they're a thing. It's a whole thing, but that's a different. We'll see. Uh, this is like I, I don't. This is where I'm not seizing my white privilege. Yeah, Do I'm, it. White people are good at branding. Let me tell you something. I've had this body and this face for a long fucking time, and it hasn't made me a lot of money. Josh, speaking of, okay. promote your things. Oh, I also, do, I also do love the idea that there will be like a Medium article in two years about how the Food Network drove me into pornography. Yes. yes. <laughs> like it certainly did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Isaac's like, I'm going to start priming that article right now. Uh, no, no. Uh, you can find me at Josh Denny on Twitter, at Josh Denny on Instagram for them thirsty, thirsty pics. Uh, joshdennycomedy.com and Josh Denny official on Facebook. Uh, and your you podcast. Check that out. Oh, my podcast is called The Implications of Josh Denny, which is just going to now be fat uh, titty fucking ASMR. There you go. <laughs> just slap them on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, flap. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget to call our voicemail line that we now have. It is, uh, where is it? 213 262 9544. We'd love to hear your incel creepy voices. I'm kidding, boys. I'm joking. I love all of you. All right. Bye. Else to say bye. Au revoir. Elliot Roger here. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do plugs real quickly uh, join our forum at nahf.boards.net we have some fun conversations happening there not really but you know if you join it'll be more fun you can email us at not a huge fan podcast 
at gmail.com. Call our voicemail line at area code 213-262-9544 and leave us a message. Again, that's area code 213-262-9544. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes, pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that. Yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah, leave don't, Isaac uh, alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah, send That's, them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. and You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's too late. Yeah. To go back. Sounds around. Uh you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world, but uh you can also find ways to contact me there. Um and also uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to, to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being linkedin So just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson and you can uh, talk to me there. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac. <laughs>